Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan from the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you so much for listening or watching the program here today on YouTube. Uh, like I said, we are taping this program on Friday, uh, so it'll air on Monday. And uh, once again, let's go. Uh, we'll switch gears here a little bit. Let's come back to the state of Illinois. We're all over the place here today. We went international, state, and then we'll do local. And with us now is to talk uh, about the scholarship tax credit program is Ryan Quigley. Ryan is, I have no idea what Ryan's title is, but I know he's with Joliet Catholic Academy, so we'll just leave it at that. Director of something, something, and something. What, what is your title? I, I think when you work in Catholic schools, you, you get about Yeah, does it matter? Titles. Right. There you go. Yeah, I, am now, I am now the Director of Institutional Advancement, uh, so I oversee our development office, admissions, special events, and alumni relations. And you said it best. Uh, we all have these titles, but they just mean basically you do a lot of different things that they didn't tell you about when you originally signed on board. But hey, where there's a need, you match it. Um, Ryan, we're going to talk a little bit about the scholarship tax credit program uh, that uh, we're going to do these segments a lot uh, because we want to just continue letting listeners, viewers know that the program could sunset. Uh, this is the year that the legislature has to act. And uh, we want to just keep reminding people of that. Uh, but in addition to that, really what we want to do is give them the reasons why this program should continue uh, and talk about some of the personal stories that people have uh, associated with it, why it's such a good thing, not only the program, but the education, the values, the experiences that people have in, in attending our schools uh, and, and maybe other non-public schools, but we'll talk about the Catholic schools. You also kind of have a bit of a story yourself uh, in terms of how you arrived where you are today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think first and foremost, the, the program exists and has been successful for five years. And one of the biggest things I talk about all the times is what our wait list is. Yeah. You know, the first year we had the program, we had over 160 families that applied. Um, only four students got scholarships in the first year. And our program's grown from four students funded in the first year uh, to 27 students this past year, uh, which has really been a uh, tribute to uh, the donors that believe in our school um, and believe in this program. Um, myself, from a personal level, um, I grew up in this community. Um, I went to public schools actually first. Uh, I went to uh, the Magnet Kindergarten and then the Magnet uh, K through three school, Eisenhower Academy, Blue Ribbon School uh, in Joliet District 86. And my father, who was a teacher and coach at Catholic High, the old Joliet Catholic uh, all boys school before we merged in 1990, uh, passed away from cancer in 1993. Um, and when that happened, my mom moved us into the Catholic grade school right down the street from our house. Uh, so we moved there in 1993. Uh, I attended St. Pat's grade school uh, all the way up through eighth grade and then Joliet Catholic Academy. And then I had my uh, did my undergrad and my MBA at St. Xavier on the south side of Chicago. So uh, definitely a product of Catholic education, uh, but also recognized public schools in our, our community. And my mom was employed 35 years in District 86. My wife's working 17 years now. Um, for the local public high school, Joliet Central. Um, so, you know, we think that this doesn't need to be a zero sum game from a political standpoint, but uh, you know, the the net impact of this program just in our community uh, and the stories of the students have received these scholarships. Uh, it might be my favorite phone call every year when I get to call moms and let them know that their students are funded through this because people are, are literally in tears yeah. on the phone because it's something that, you know, I've mentioned my personal story. There's a lot of different reasons people choose Catholic schools. Um, and I just think for us, with what happened to us and, and what my mom did in order to be able to send us to Catholic schools, 
um, you know, it, that was that was our counseling as eight, nine, ten year olds was going to church, was being with Father Jim Lennon, uh, mm -hmm. teachers, the male father figures that I ended up having that were coaches and people. You know, my my father attended St. Pat's grade school, too, and my grandparents lived right down the street. Um, so, you know, it was just uh, something that I'll be forever grateful for. And honestly, it shapes you why you want to get involved in the mission of Catholic schools and want to come back here and work because you see what people did for you in your life. Right. Um, and I think with this program, really, um, you know, I ran the numbers for some of our local elected officials a few years back. Um, from 1999 to 2007, my mom sent four kids through Catholic school. Uh, we're Irish quadruplets, so I'm 37 years old. My sister Allie, who's played in the WNBA for about 15 years, um, she's uh, 36. My sister Sam is the head basketball coach at SIU Edwardsville. Uh, she's 35, and my brother's 34 years old. Um, and it cost my mom $88,000 to send uh, four of us to Joliet Catholic Academy in that period. Um, and now what it would cost a family uh, in an eight-year period to send four kids through Catholic school would be about $211,000. Yeah. Um, so we know how tuition is increasing. We know the reasons for it too. Um, you know, in that same time period, our employees' staff uh, salaries have increased by 1.35%. So it's the cost to operate the physical plant. It's employee healthcare costs um, that are frankly making it very difficult for Catholic grade schools, Catholic high schools, private schools yep. in the state of Illinois to operate. And I think this this program, when I speak to our elected officials, I, I, I use a term a lot of times like what the neighborhoods in Joliet are named after our Catholic parishes, yep. St. Pat's neighborhood, yep. the cathedral area, the St. John's area. Um, and I think they're named after that because of what the church did for the city uh, and what it still does uh, through Catholic charities, through our, our existing parishes and schools. Um, do we want to see that go away? Um, nobody ever says they want to see that go away. Uh, we have a plan here. We have a program in place uh, that can help students have access to these schools, which are a backbone to these neighborhoods. Um, and I think for us here at, at JCA, uh, we, the high schools especially too, have done a little bit better job from an enrollment standpoint or haven't seen as much of a drop as the grade schools just because you have marketing teams and development offer offices mm -hmm. and you know the the Catholic schools office in both the arch and the diocese of joy have done a great job of trying to uh, centralize some of those things for the grade schools um, so that they improve because we're looking at this as a whole system too you know it's not just taking care of Joliet Catholic Academy you know how can we ensure that our local Catholic grade schools that partnership between us and the Cathedral St. Raymond and St. Paul's and St. Jude and St. Mary Nativity and Holy Family and St. Mary Immaculate that that uh, continues and stays strong. But we've often said about this program is that it's an option for parents who may want it and just can't afford it. We're not out there saying that this is the best option for everybody because it's not. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that the public school option is not the best option for everybody either. And there are many parents out there, for whatever reason, uh, they want this opportunity to be available to them. Oftentimes, you know, we've heard parents say that we the, we think the child feels safer uh, in this school. We think that they're around kids that we feel a little bit more comfortable with. We think that um, it, it could be just a parochial reason that it's a pragmatic reason that it's near the uh, place where the where the mom or dad works. Um, so we're not trying to say that that this that that our our schools or non-public school system is better for everybody but it's an option and right now it's just not available to lower income individuals if they want to avail themselves of that opportunity and that's what the scholarship 
program does. It helps those who just can't afford it the opportunity to perhaps do that. Um, if this program were to go away, what do you think the impact not it would be to the parents of the children, number one, and number two, to the to Joliet Academy itself? Uh, I mean, just seeing how many students are, are in the local grade schools, too. Um, I, I mean, I think you there'd be a potential for, for grade school closures uh, if the program went away after a year. Uh, I think at Joliet Catholic, we have 27 students and it's $350,000 in scholarships this year. Um, and that also provides relief to our endowed scholarships that we provide to students that might not have eligibility for the Invest in Kids Act. That might just be uh, a little bit higher of an income level uh, outside of that reach, but still obviously have need as well. So, you know, what we're able to do and how we've been able to stabilize enrollment is, is definitely a team effort between uh, JCA, the Invest in Kids Act and Empower Illinois, and then also the Diocese of Joliet's Catholic Education Foundation, and can't say enough about the CASMA family as well, what they do with the CASMA Scholars Program. Um, you know, I, I think it would be devastating. Uh, you know, we would see, we would do everything we could to be able to keep the students here at JCA that are on those scholarships, but, you know, if a student's receiving a $14,430 scholarship, uh, and we've done a lot over the last eight years with studying net tuition revenue models, um, which basically means that we're taking a look at uh, a family's financial aid application, and not all families can afford to pay full tuition here. Uh, if they didn't get an Empower Illinois scholarship, could we award them 50%, uh, 75%? Uh, some people call it a variable rate tuition. Uh, so we would try to put a family into that program um, where we would fund those scholarships through JCA and the Catholic Education Foundation. Um, but at most, we can fund a 75% scholarship that way. And we definitely can't fund 27 students on scholarships like that. So uh, in my mind, undoubtedly, uh, families would have to leave JCA that would not want to leave JCA. Uh, and I was the admissions director here for seven years before I moved into this new role. Um, I was never able to make a student or a family come to JCA. It was always a choice for them. Um, and for many reasons, like yep. you, you hit on before, you know, it could be because uh, they were a gifted student. It could be mm -hmm. uh, because they were a great athlete and they wanted access to one of our programs or our coaches. Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, number one, I think it's always, it's it's the faith development here. That, that's what we feel very strongly about and uh, what this school has been about since 1869 in this community. Uh, and I think that just permeates through everything that we do. It does, and it, it's so glad to see. It's it's, it's really uh, anybody who's ever been around the kids uh, that JCA or what I've been around is the kids that, that get the scholarship. Sometimes they've been involved with uh, campaigns that you've helped organize to contact legislators to make sure they are. These kids are, are, are really going places in life. You can see that on them. You can see them in, the, in their demeanor, uh, the way they carry themselves. Um, I'm not making any uh, aspersions about their academics one way or the other, but they just handle themselves very well and they're respectful and people like that go far in life. Um, you know, th that can take well, you really I far. Think, I think what we see too, and, and me moving into my new role here is how many graduates from St. Francis Academy and Julia Catholic High that didn't graduate in the top 10% of their class and how successful they are. Right. Uh, that they, they, they right. might not have been that, that Ivy League kid. Now we have those students too. Mm -hmm. um, it just... The, the opportunity when you're here to, um, you know, work with, uh, Joliet's a very blue collar place. And, uh, you know, it, it's a town that was built on the, the steel mills and the rubroid and uh, Caterpillar. And, and I think even as uh, the income levels have gotten higher of uh, people that go to school here, there's still that kind of blue, blue collar mentality. I know a few years back, um, uh, 
there was a documentary film that came in here and they did a short commercial on uh, Rise Up for Students, um, American Federation for Children. And they, they featured some of our students that had received scholarships. And just seeing this program and seeing those kids, they're freshmen and sophomores in college right now. And one is on a scholarship at Loris playing baseball, studying to become a doctor. One is at the University of St. Francis studying to become a special ed teacher. Uh, another is on a full athletic scholarship um, at the United States uh, at West Point. Um, another student yeah. in the Air Force. <laughs> Uh, these kids that had an opportunity to go to school here. And I'm not saying that they couldn't have become those things if they didn't go to school here. Um, but I think their families felt so strongly that they were going to be around uh, the kids, the type of families, uh, the uh, the faith development the that they have here. Yep. was going to ground them in that environment was going to help them reach their potential. And I know that's why my mom sent us here. And that's why I came back here to work here to say thank you, too. Yeah, paying it forward. It's nice to see. Uh, and and there's a lot of Ryan Quigley's out there involved in other Catholic schools. We come across you guys all the time who went to school there or another Catholic school and just thought, you know what, I, I, I got to do my fair share because I see what it did in my life and for my family. And therefore, I want to kind of help the next generation of kids come along. We only have about two or three minutes left. But uh, so you say you talk to the parents that get the scholarship. Um What's that? You said that sometimes there's tears in their eyes. What's what's that conversation like? You know, uh, it, it, it's relief. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's emotional. Every single time it's emotional. Good. There's never been a phone I've made where where somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I was expecting that coming," or it, it, it's usually a surprise. Um, I mean, we have families that literally on on scholarship night they're ready two hours before. Uh, we used to actually host it here on campus, um, and. Families are excited about it. Uh, we're realistic with them too, though, that, you know, we had 27 students this year and 110 students didn't get scholarships. Yep. Uh, but, you know, it it really, they're so thankful for our donors. They're thankful to be able to have access to this. Sometimes they've been in the Catholic school system about 50% of the time they had not been. And for us too, like in our area, we want to be able to provide access to uh, Catholic education to all people from all walks of life. 50% of our students who receive scholarships this year were minority students. 50% of our wait list that's great. is minority. Yeah. Uh, and moving forward, you know, that, that's, there's such an opportunity for us, uh, especially with the Hispanic Catholic pop population in Joliet and, you know, where Juan Rangel and I talk sometimes too, and what his motivations were, you know, I, I'm two generations removed from Irish immigrants coming over from Ireland and my grandpa being a Farmerton down in Simmerton. And, you know, the, access we had to Catholic education, we want to do for the Hispanic population, like right. the Catholic Church did for Irish Americans and uh, Italian Americans, uh, Polish Americans in, in town, St. Joe's Joliet, uh, my parish. Uh, so, you know, we're we're very excited about what the future of this program could hold. We are too. And uh, I'm optimistic. I think it's going to continue. I think we're going to get the program extended. Uh, we have work to do, though. We have to continue persuading people of, of its merits. And I think you guys, uh, you in particular at Joliet Catholic and Joliet Catholic c community have been excellent um, advocates for the program. And so we just need to c continue on. Uh, you know, you talk about athletics. This is like, uh, you know, the, the first quarter of the game. We got three quarters to go. And but right. I, I feel really good about our chances. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, I, I, I use the athletic metaphor because I coach and I'm an athletic yeah, I person. Know. <laughs> with, like I, I also tell our kids all the time, one day the ball stops bouncing. Right. So make sure you're handling your academics and your family life and everything else. But it's, uh, yeah. you know, but 
it's something we're competing too. You know, we're competing for children every day to come to school here. We're, we we talk about competing all the time in everything that we do. And you know, I I know our philosophy here at Julia Catholic Academy. We're going to compete to make sure that this program sticks around, and we're going right. to have uncomfortable conversations with elected officials, and we're gonna we're gonna be out there. So. The, yeah. the ball never start, started bouncing for me. That was my problem. I, I knew right away that wasn't going to be my path. So, oh, well, that's why well, we're I, here. I always, I always get told I was like the fifth best athlete in my family. So <laughs> you, you probably were. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's saying something. Ryan, thanks so much. Uh, God bless. We'll continue talking. Uh, Ryan Quigley from Julia Catholic Academy. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois. Don't go away. We'll be right back uh, talking with Brendan O'Sullivan from uh, Catholic Charities here in Chicago. Don't go away.